Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Is no credentials required covering sports around the mighty 518. Part of the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network in association with Godzilla Media. Here is your host, Ryan McCarthy. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the first ever edition of No Credentials Required Friday Happy Hour. I'm your host, Ryan McCarthy. And as always, this podcast, our podcast, uh, and uh, the Lysis Live show is brought to you by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. Uh, before I continue, I just want to let you know about got a little schmutz on the microphone here. Didn't realize it. <laughs> Looks like a little dust, uh, little fuzz bunny got on here. All right. So before I continue with tonight's show, just want to let you know about our social media accounts here at No Credentials Required. So on Twitter and Instagram, you can find the show at BellyUpNCR. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash BellyUpNCR. And on YouTube, just search No Credentials Required. You'll find the channel. Just hit subscribe, then hit notifications, and you'll, you'll, you'll know when the show is live or when there's a new episode of the regular No Credentials Required is on. So before I get into everything we're going to talk about tonight, uh, this format for No Credentials Required, the, the podcast format is typically local sports centered in the Albany, New York, Capital Region area. And what I decided to do is conglomerate the format for around for the weekend, which the last call was a couple weeks ago, and incorporate into a, 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 a Friday talk show, live talk show, talk about the national headlines for the week, talk about 
breaking news uh, happened on Friday, or this happened this happened on Friday. Schmutz, don't get off my microphone. <laughs> uh, but just talk about national sports, national headlines that happened during the week. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, amongst topics are the Stanley Cup final. Can Montreal come back? The NBA playoffs. I'm buying in. <laughs> I'm actually entertained by the NBA NBA playoffs this year, and the Olympics. You might have to count me out. I might not be too too excited about this year, but about the Olympics. Plus, getting some multi- this uh, getting some miscellaneous news for the week. And I've already got a comment from my buddy Gaz. I love you, Ryan. Love you too, buddy. <laughs> oh, this is my son's favorite show. I don't know why this is your favorite son's favorite show. I'm just drinking and talking about sports. Maybe he's my, maybe I've got like a, a, a like an ASMR type voice where it's, I'm very soothing. Like I'm very soothing and I'm very talkative like this. I can talk like this in the ASMR and I can talk like this every night. <laughs> Blue's Clues number two. Yeah, Blue's Clues number two without the uh, without the uh, drag queen. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know. But let's get to talking about what I'm drinking tonight for this week's Beer of the Week. I stopped by this afternoon at my friends at Slickfin Brewing up in Fort Edward, New York. And I picked up a crowler of their Demolition IPA. It's their Demolition IPA right here. It's 7.2, I'm sorry, 7% ABV. It's a New England style IPA. And there's a reason why they named this particular IPA Demolition. And the Demolition, what they do is that they, they're actually adding a, and this was explained to me today by the co-owner, Heather. Uh, it's a husband-wife team. Uh, the hu- the husband, Chris, I've met Chris. He's a great guy. He is a former explosives expert <laughs> for the U.S. Marines. Uh, he served a couple times in Iraq, decided to start his own brewery in Fort Edward, New York. It's a, it's a historic place filled with a lot of history. And, of course, the uh, Independence Weekend is coming up, so so, uh, you know, happy birthday, United States. And, you know, he decided to start a brewery a couple of years ago. And what they've done is that they've actually demolished the building next to on the right of where the brewery is. Uh, they expanded a little bit. They've got now, I, I think it's a one and a half ton, uh, one and a half, um, if not making one and a half kegs of beer per, per series now. And, what they they named this IPA to celebrate the demolition of the building next door, uh, and made an IPA. Uh, what they're going to do is that they're going to make next door. They're going to make I guess what Heather explained to me is an is a is an all seasons beer garden. I'm kind of curious to see what that is. Hopefully, maybe I can do a maybe I can do a show live show from there. But it'll be interesting to see what that all seasons beer garden looks like. Uh, maybe some heated. Maybe they'll they'll put the uh, the patio will be heated. There'll be some towers where they have the furnaces for some uh, some not fire pits, but just the uh, propane tanks that let the light fires and you know. But they uh, they came up with this IPA. It's uh, according to Untapped, it's a New England IPA. But uh, we'll see about that. I mean, I, I had a little taste this afternoon to try it out, and I'm going to pour some right now. Make sure I don't get any on my laptop here. There we go. All right. And as usual, my co-host, 
with Around for the Weekend, made it to Friday's NCR, Friday Happy Hour, my Mason Jar mug. Let's give it a pour. Let's see what it looks like and have a taste. Guns as slow as possible here. Maybe this is the appeal that Rex like, guys. <laughs> he likes to see me pour a beer. Maybe I have a soothing voice. I don't know. I don't know. It's funny. Like when I hold babies, like they, they huddle up like right near my chest. Uh, so it's different when I hold little babies. It's just, it's very, and especially newborns and infants, like less than two months old, like they'll cuddle up right here so i must have i must have like a soothing voice or something like that so all right here's the little bit ahead on that but beautiful clarity nice amber color light amber color folks celebrating independence this weekend here's to the weekend enjoy your independence cheers everyone Ooh. That is a solid IPA. You know how some IPAs are they're, they're very ha they're hazy. They're very hazy. It's a new, it's New England style IPA. This I don't see this much as New England IPAs. Not very hazy. It's actually a little more clear. But you know some IPAs are very bitter. Like the West Coast IPAs are very bitter. New England IPAs are very hazy, very light tasting. This is kind of an in between. This is kind of an in between. Some IPAs are just outrageously flowery and they taste like perfume. <laughs> this is not. This is very drinkable. It's highly drinkable. It's kind of an in-between the West Coast and New England style. Again, look, very clear West Coast style, but light on the bitterness. Like uh and very and pretty crushable for seven percent, uh, like a New England IPA would be. All right. So now that I've talked about this beer enough and my friends at Slickfin. So again, thanks Christian mm -hmm. Heather. It's a great beer. I also have four other. I also have three other crawlers waiting for me <laughs> for the weekend. So, all right, let's get into some sports talk, folks. And the first topic we're going to talk about is the Stanley Cup final. Tonight is Game Three at the Bell Center in Montreal. Tampa Bay currently has a two-zero series advantage over the Montreal Canadiens. The big question is: Can Montreal come back? A little bit of history for you guys. So back in 1986. When most of you weren't even born. Who, who's even alive then? Oh, wait, I was. <laughs> I'm old. Um, back in 1986, the Canadians played against the Calgary Flames. Uh, Calgary Flames had a pretty decent team back then. Uh, the, the Canadians had a certain goaltender by the name of Patrick Waugh, who was a rookie goaltender, and they were down 2 nothing in that series. Canadians came back. Went up one in four straight, taking the series four games to two. Can it happen? Can it happen this year? I hope so. I hope so. And Montreal's back at the Bell Center. They haven't been unbeaten. They haven't been un. They've lost a few games at the Bell Center this this postseason. Uh, I believe they've lost three or four games at the Bell Center this. Actually, no, about th three. They lost twice in against Toronto uh, in games three, two, three and four in their. First round series, they lost once against Vegas in that uh, division final, uh, semifinal, and they're playing tonight. So uh, it hasn't been exactly the fortress 
the Bell Center is. Um, but they're going to have very limited folks in the stands. I know Canada's Canada's COVID guidelines are a little bit a little more strict than the United States. I know New York. We just opened up recently. Uh, our Albany Empire, our our, our our sports teams can now have 100% capacity at their arenas. So the Albany Empire can have 100% capacity. The Tri-City Valley Cats, they can have 100% capacity. Very excited. I'm hoping, and I'm hoping to go see the Premier Cross League when it comes to town in mid-August, August 13th and 14th, hoping to take some pictures on the field. If I can't take pictures on the field, I'll just go sit in the sands and take pictures from there. But the... Uh, but yeah, the, the Bell Center, uh, they the they, the Canadians tried to get a, a an exception to have ten thousand five hundred people in the stands, which is about half capacity for the Bell Center. Uh, the Quebec government said put the kibosh on that and said no, no, we're not going to allow you're not going to allow you to have ten thousand people in the ten thousand five hundred in the stands, which is sad, which is sad. But I guess they're selling tickets outside of the Bell Center to have people. Uh, sit outside of the arena about 20 to 25,000 people are going to be outside uh, i suspect socially distanced with masks on ta- watching the game on the big screen but we'll have 3500 people in the stands at bell center and i guess tickets are going tickets are outrageously high i think i saw 15,000 15,000 canadian dollars for one ticket at the bell center for the stanley cup now, I would have gone up there. <laughs> I would have definitely gone up there because you know, I'm, I'm my proximity to Montreal. I'm about three and a half hours south of Montreal. It would have been fun to go to a game, Stanley Cup final game in Montreal. Uh, but unfortunately, the border is still closed, I think, until the 22nd of July. And bear with me just a second here. Oh, text message. Okay, never mind. All right, so... Um, yeah, so back on topic. So, so I, I would, but the border's not open. I think until I think until either July fifth or the July twenty first. I can't remember the exact timeline. I know that almost seventy percent of all Americans have at least one vaccination. I think Canada's going up there. The, the between seventy and seventy five percent have had their first vaccination. But it would have been fun to stop by my buddy Rod Peterson's uh, show today just to say hi. Uh, but also to see a Stanley Cup final game. But I think with the Canadiens uh, getting their coming back to the Bell Center, I think they take game three. I think they win it by at least a goal. Uh, I know they've had – they're pretty unbeatable this postseason when they've scored three or more goals. So that would take a lot uh, of effort for Montreal to do because they've only scored once. They've only scored two goals against Andre Vasilevsky all for, for both – for both the, the Stanley Cup final games, so you know, I I, I think they would uh, having that home cooking back at the Bell Center. I think they make a game of it tonight. They make a series of it. The, I think they make a series of it. I think they win at least. I think they win. I think they win three two. I think Carey Price has himself a, a solid match. I think the Canadians will manage to fi- try to find a way to get in front of Andre Vasilevsky. That's where he's had the most trouble this post this this postseason. If there are other play- if there are opposing players in front of him, and I think and it's just, it's just basically any time any for any goaltender, any goaltender you put a body in front of them, they sometimes have trouble seeing the puck. Pucks get through, goals get scored. Bob's your uncle. 
to, to turn a phrase. So I think Montreal comes. I think Montreal comes back tonight. I think they win this game. I think they win three two or three one. They score three goals against Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, then they'll probably win the game. And unless it turns into an eight six affair like we had back in the 2011 Stanley Cup final between Chicago and and Philly, that was a wild wild game. I don't see this kind of a that kind of a wild. I mean. At least one Stanley Cup game has to be kind of a wild game where both teams are just going back and forth, scoring goals. It, that's typically historically true. Even back in the days of the New Jersey Devils where they would clamp down, my, my favorite team, the New Jersey Devils, when they would clamp down uh, on different in different games, I think game one of the 2000 Stanley Cup final, they went up winning seven to four. Uh, they had a wild game, game five of this 2003 Stanley Cup final. They went up winning, I think, seven to three in that game. That was a crazy game, but there's at least one game, if I remember from in my memory banks, that is just completely banana sandwich. And both teams score, both teams score multiple goals in terms of in terms of goals in bunches. You see, one team score, you come back, they score, the other team scores. Kind of like this tete a tete. Uh, back and forth affair when just wide open hockey mistakes get the both teams are sloppy defensively. We're going to have one of those games in this, in this series. I doubt it'll be tonight. Uh, I was got, they got uh, the, the Canadians have Dominic Ducharme back behind the bench. He's been out of in, in COVID protocol for the last two weeks. From what I understand he's been asymptomatic, uh, but he's kept in communication with Luke Richardson, who's one of his assistants. Who's done a, he's done a great job behind the bench uh, for the Canadians in Ducharme's absence. So it's going to be, I, I think this is going to be a low scoring game again, but I think, I think Montreal with their home cooking, they're, they're going to win tonight, but I guarantee at least one game in this series is going to be a banana sandwich. Going to be crazy go nuts when both it's going to be sloppy defense. It's going to be back and forth goals galore. We got to have that kind of a game sometime. I think, I think it's going to be in game four. But tonight, Montreal takes. I think they win three to two, and in about this, the game starts in about mm, about ten to fifteen minutes. About ten to fifteen minutes. So, Montreal can they come back? I think they call, they'll come back. I think they'll win at least one at home, if not two, and they have best of three after that. So it's going to be a fun. It's been an entertaining series so far. Uh, if you're if you're a Tampa Bay fan, um, but it's competitive hockey. Game two is much more competitive than game one. I think game three will be just as competitive, but Montreal have that home advantage. I think they win tonight. If they don't, I'll eat my words. I'll just drink more beer and be happy. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the next topic, which is the NBA finals, NBA playoffs. Unlike last, last couple seasons, I haven't been really, I haven't really paid attention. I'll, I'll confess. I haven't been too big into the NBA since Michael Jordan retired. Um, I, I probably because I don't play as much basketball as I used to. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm a bigger dude, <laughs> a little bit husky. Uh, as you could probably see in my big round shoulders. Um, but I, I used to play a lot of basketball back in the day. And I, when the more I played basketball, the more I pay attention to it. I, I broke my ankle back in 2002. I haven't played much basketball since then, but even so I, I kind of loosely pay attention to the NBA. Not so much these days, but these playoffs, I've been, I've been interested. I've, I've been interested to see what, what, uh, what's going to happen. And I'll give you a couple of reasons why. Number one, here in Albany, the five one eight area, the muddy five hashtag, 
Mighty 518. <laughs> uh, we have a local interest who's playing basketball. He's playing for the Atlanta Hawks. He is uh, Kevin Herter. He is, uh, uh, I think, I can't remember his nickname. It's not White Chocolate. That was Jason Williams. I think it was like Red, the Red Red Velvet or Red. So I can't remember his nickname, but he's one of the big reasons why the Atlanta Hawks are where they are right now. Although they're down 3-2, they had kind of a bad game last night against Milwaukee. They're, they've, nobody predicted for them to get this far. Nobody predict, really predicted the Atlanta Hawks to be in the position they are right now. They've, they've only, I think they've only won one title in their history. That's back in the 1960s when they were in St. Louis. And now they're on the cusp of making the NBA finals for the first time in several generations. And that's all thanks to Trey Young and to Kevin Herter. And he, he's one of those outstanding players who is, yeah, you figured, okay, he's a white dude. He's a shooter. No, no, he, he's a very complete player. He plays defense. He moves well without the ball. He knows how to get open. Yeah, he's a good, and he's a good shooter too, but that's not all his game. And his game is pretty complete. He's a good, solid defender. Hustle. He can hustle to the ball. And he's just a, he's a good leader. He's a good leader. I think this is only, I think it's his third or second season. Uh, he played at Maryland. He played at my old high school, Shenandoah High School in Clifton Park, New York. And that's one of the reasons why I'm kind of buying into the playoffs. I'm counting me in for the NBA playoffs. Number two, uh, number two reason why I'm kind of back in the NBA circle, Chris Paul. Uh, Chris Paul has been in the league for, I think, 13 or 14 seasons. Uh, for in the comment, if you're watching, if you're in the comments, just let me know if I'm wrong. I think he's, I think he's played 14. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 13 or 14 seasons in the NBA. It's been close a couple times to go in the NBA Finals. Now he's got he got traded to the Phoenix Suns in the offseason. He's kind of become that last piece that the Suns have needed uh, over the last couple of seasons with a very young team, but they have one of the best point guards in the league, solid. Solid point guard and uh, Chris Paul. And he's been the one of the biggest reasons why the Suns are now in the NBA Finals for the first time since 1993, when Charles Barkley, Kevin Johnson, Dan Marley, yeah, Dan Marley, Thunder Dan Marley. <laughs> those days, uh, Oliver Miller, uh, yeah, those those players were in the NBA Finals against the muddy Chicago Bulls. I was I was secretly rooting for the Suns to win because I wanted, I wanted really badly to get for Charles Barkley to get a ring. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. Uh, I can thank John Paxson for that. <laughs> Excuse me. I need a little sip there. Ooh, that's solid. <clears throat> solid beer. Um, but John Paxson kind of ruined that in game six. But I, I, the Phoenix Suns have an opportunity to finally get off the schneid. They're the, they are the longest lasting franchise in Arizona, professional franchise in Arizona. The Suns have been in existence, I think, since 1967. So it's been over 50 years. They've been in the NBA Finals only a couple times. 
lost both times in six. I think they lost in the seventies to the to the Boston Celtics. They played in one of the longest. I think the, I think they're the team that has played in two of the longest NBA Finals games ever. Uh, I believe they lost to they lost to Boston in the nineteen seventies in I think triple overtime, and then they did the same thing with the Bulls, but they won. I think in Game Three in Chicago. Uh, in triple overtime in the 93 NBA finals. They've been involved in some of the longest games in NBA finals, NBA finals history, but now they have the chance to finally win their first NBA title. Thanks to Chris Paul. Um, I can't, I'm <laughs> sorry if I haven't really studied up on NBA uh, in terms of who's on the suns, but yeah, I'm. I'm. Oh, okay. 16, 16 seasons. Okay, so he's been in the league for sixteen seasons, and I, he's one of those guys I've kind of secretly rooted for. I, I, like you said, I don't really pay much attention to the NBA, but I, I know who Chris Paul is. He had a great career at Wake Forest uh, before he went to the NBA. Played some really good years in New Orleans with the Pelic, the Hornets. Then they become the Pelicans. Never really got close to the NBA Finals as a Pelican slash Hornet. And now he has to, he has the opportunity to win his first ring, and he's one of the good guys in the sport in, in the NBA, and I'm kind of, I'm rooting for him to get his ring. If if the Hawks don't go to the NBA Finals, I'm I'm gonna and the Milwaukee Bucks go instead. I'm gonna root for the Phoenix Suns to win, just because of Chris Paul. He's a good dude. I guess on and off the court, he's an okay guy, uh, really solid community guy. So. You know, I'm 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 buying in. Count you know, NBA playoffs. Count me in. Count me in. Once the finals start, I'll definitely be reading more often and just like reading some of the matchups. I mean, one of the things that's kind of soured me with, about the NBA is that it's kind of become a glorified uh, YMCA league where everybody, but you call your own fouls and everybody, nobody plays defense. I, that's true because I used to play YMCA ball, but. But yeah, I mean, NBA playoffs, count me in. And we'll go to our next topic, which is the Olympics. Count me out? Question mark. And there's a couple of things about the Olympics that kind of soured me. Uh, obviously, the Olympics last year were were postponed due to COVID. I guess Japan's still under a, they're still under a state of emergency. There's been a couple, there's a couple of things that about the Olympics kind of soured me, especially some of the controversies. Um, a couple weeks ago on I think I think it was last week. I think it was I think it was last week on Craft Food Sports. Shout out to those guys. Mike, Mookie, Scott, uh intern Aiden. <laughs> uh those guys, they were there's a solid podcast. Go listen to them when you have a chance. I was on their podcast a couple weeks ago talking hockey, talking other sports. Well, they mentioned that in the Olympics in Japan, in Tokyo, there's no cheering. So if you're in the crowd, there's no cheering and you can't, you, you barely can't go outside your own quarters. Uh, if you're, if you're an athlete. So, and I understand it's a state of emergency and you know, it's a big thing with, with, with that going on. So uh, it's just kind of crazy to, to, that, that athletes can't really ad- interact with each other unless they're on the same team. Um. There's also the weightlifting, the women's weightlifting, the heavyweight division is from controversy there with a transgender athlete who somehow he, okay, she, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the rules are in terms of calling people what they want. <laughs> so forgiving for that in that regard. But 
Um, as a as a someone who was born in biologically male, transitioned to female, who's forty three years old, who's my age, <laughs> and is participating in the, the, the IOC let him, that let them uh, again. I don't know the rules, so forgive me if I'm about the program pronouns thing, whatever. But they're allowing that person to participate as a member of the New Zealand women's weightlifting team. it's kind of crazy. It's really crazy. And I guess there's other controversy with another, with a U.S. runner, two two U.S. runners. One's a long distance runner. She got popped for an illegal illegal steroid uh, from why she claims was a burrito from a burrito. She ate a pork burrito. She ate from some sort, some, some food truck in LA or in, in California. And I guess there's, you know, people, if people feed pig steroids, it can pass on. Uh, it can pass in the system to humans, which is what happened here. And she made an appeal, and her appeal got denied. So she's banned from the sport for four years. This is her prime that she's uh, she's banned for four years from any Olympic comp- from any running competition because she got popped for a steroid that happened to be in in in, in the food she ate, and she can't go to the Olympics, which is really sad. And now we come to this controversy with. Olympic sprinter Shakari Richardson, she tested positive for mar- the uh, for marijuana by the World Anti Drug Administration, and because of that trace amount of marijuana, she has accepted a one month suspension, and she's not running the, running in the Olympics. This is crazy. This is the craziest thing, and this is why I'm not interested in the Olympics this year because. You can't if you're live at, at the games. You can't cheer. You can't outwardly cheer for your your country. They're letting someone who was born naturally, who was born a biological male, compete in women's weightlifting. The world, the WADA, banned a long distance runner because she ate a burrito, it's like eating a poppy seed bagel, and testing positive for heroin. And they're banning a sprinter from the United States because she got popped for marijuana when it doesn't really affect her performance. Now going back to the Shikari Richardson situation, I, I kind of thought about it before I read up on it. This is what I kind of thought in my head. I had some thoughts about it. Maybe, maybe she, maybe it's a, maybe it's a medical prescription. Maybe it was um, CBD. Uh, and it had some trace amounts of THC in the in, in the in CBD. If she was treating herself with CBD for recovery, because that's that's become popular now, CBD oil, CBD products are now being used as recovery for athletes. Maybe those those two, those two situations. Uh, turns out that her she found out her biological mother passed away, and she was using marijuana to cope with the loss of her mother. Now. Now I think if you're a sprinter and you're you've earned your spot on the team, you may have to use you probably should use better judgment, knowing that you're going to be tested for drugs. You're going to be tested for drugs before you went to the Olympics, and she should have used better judgment. That being said, if a certain drug does not have anything to do with performance, why are you testing for it? You don't test for alcohol. I mean, I'm drinking a beer right now. Am I going to go play some basketball or do some activities afterwards? No. 
No, I'm going to go eat dinner and enjoy the rest of this crawler I got. And tomorrow I'm going to work out at the gym because it's leg day. Got to work on my getaway sticks. But no, it's crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy town. The World Anti-Drug Administration, and I get it. Dick Pound has a you know, funniest name in sports. <laughs> funniest names in sports. Dick Pound has a complete hard-on for trying to bust Lance Armstrong back in the day. And so they decide marijuana is on the list. Like a trace amount of marijuana could land you with a one one month suspension and you miss out on your chance of getting an Olympic medal. And you can't compete again until 2024. And I think London or LA. I can't remember which I can't remember which Olympics what where the next Olympics is, but I think it's LA. Correct me if I'm wrong. Or if it's somewhere in Europe. Anyway, getting off track. If you're being busted for a non for a drug that will not enhance your performance, that's crazy town. That's crazy town. And I'm not a marijuana user. I think I I say t- I, I always stay away from that stuff. Uh, my drug of choice is beer and caffeine. <laughs> Admittedly, beer, alcohol, and caffeine are my drugs of choice. Um, but no, I mean I, I I'm not an advocate for marijuana. I'm not being an advocate for marijuana, but this is just, I mean, this is not going to enhance your performance. I mean, if anything, if she's if she gets tested for marijuana, she tested positive for marijuana in sprints, she get two medals. <laughs> she should get double gold if she wins the event. But this is crazy town, and this is part of the reason why I'm not really psyched about the Olympics this year. I'm just not psyched for. I mean, part of it is another reason for it is because it's I can't watch live events unless I get up at three in the morning to watch a live event because it's in Tokyo. I'm no, I'm not interested. I'll watch on tape delay. I'll watch, I'll watch clips on YouTube, but I'm just, I'm just, you might have to count me out for the Olympics this year, guys. I'm really sorry. This is, this is all this is nuts. It's crazy. And also we'll get copious amounts of Megan Rapinoe shoved down our throat. And I'm not a big fan of her. So for various reasons, um, which I won't go into, I'm going to drink some more beer afterwards, but you know, we're cutting up on 30 something minutes into this program. So, but yeah, Olympics, you might have to count me out this year. I'm not particularly psyched for it. And I and understand, and for what I understand too, we might not have NHL players be participate in the 2022 winter games in Beijing. And the hell, well, last time that happened, Russia beat Germany in uh, one of the, probably one of the best gold medal games I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, that was a great game. I'm sorry. They weren't Russia. They were Olympic athletes from Russia because technically the Russian Federation was banned from the Olympics because of the doping from doping scandals, which again, <laughs> that's part of the reason why I'm not really tuned in and really high in the Olympics, but that's just my opinion. Take it for what, it, for what you will. <laughs> All right. So let's go to miscellaneous news of the week. Uh, it's been a kind of a crazy week in the NCAA, particularly, I'm going to spend only a little bit of time on this. Uh, I guess they're, they're finally allowing name image and likeness athletes to capitalize on name image and likeness for addition for to, to for income and reggie bush has been on the war path chris weber has been the war path they want their records back and i totally understand i totally understand i don't know if you can retroactively retroactively go bring those you know bring those medals uh, and those records up Reggie Bush had a huge has been on the has been completely 
going after the NCAA. And I guess the Heisman committee is considering giving his is, is heavily weighing on whether or not they will give back his, his Heisman trophy that he won in 2005. That's going to be huge. If they allow him to reclaim his Heisman trophy, it'll also be interesting if the NCAA will allow his records back in the record books. It'll be very, very fascinating to see if the universe, the fab five from the university of Michigan, if the university of Michigan will put their banners back up from the final four appearances in the big 10 championships and the NCAA appearances they made back in 1992 and 93. I'll, it'll be interesting to see that, that those banners go back up at the uh, university of Michigan because of what happened back in uh, with the fab five. Now, name image likeness, football players, basketball players. I think they get enough coverage. I think the athletes who should probably benefit the most are, are that I hope will benefit the most are the ones that are non-scholarship. I think it'll benefit them the most. And I hope it'll benefit them the most because those are the athletes that don't get scholarships. They don't get free rides. Uh, I understand if you're, you know, uh, players will, if you're in the basketball team or if you're on the on the uh, football team, uh, walk-ons will will earn scholarships. But I think for any non-scholarship athletes, it's going to help them the most because they don't get paid. They don't get full rides to their respective universities. Uh, like events, uh, I think rowing. Uh, rowers can get themselves endorsements from 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 I guess rowing companies. Fencing, same thing. Um, I try to figure out which other. I'm trying to think of the top of my head, which other, which other sports are non-scholarship? Any kind of non-scholarship sports, I think, I think those athletes have the most to gain from the name, image, and likeness being allowed for reimbursement from the NCAA in all three divisions too, for Division One, Two, II, and Three. So, if you're a local athlete, especially, and, and you're looking for some for some coin, I know some universities are going to start making rules of how much they can about the maximum they can earn for name image likeness. But I think, I think you should have a limit for the scholarship athletes because they're already getting a free ride. They're getting their free room and board, their free tuition, free books. They're getting that taken care of. At least as far as I know, tuition, room board, they're all taken care of. But for the non-scholarship athletes, that will be a huge benefit to them. I think it'll be a huge benefit to them. That's just my that's my take on it. Maybe I'll go into it a little bit further next week on on a Friday happy hour, but that's just my opinion on name image likeness. And that's what I got so far. So again, if you're watching there, if, if you're out there watching, you're in the comments, tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> if you're on Twitterverse, tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm out of line. But again, that's just my take. That's my take. And I'll put this, I'm actually gonna put this up on um on, on, on for podcasts later on now this will be kind of a fun debate to have as to who which which athletes will benefit the most from name image likeness and i really hope it's the non-scholarship athletes they get no limit on how much they can earn uh, cap feel free to cap the scholarship players but the non-scholarship athletes give them a bigger bump let them earn as much money as they can to pay off all that student debt they're probably going to accrue and for extra food, extra training to pay for extra training for, to pay for extra food. If they need it, extra supplementation, if they need it, because 
being an athlete, being a student athlete is not that easy. <laughs> it's not that easy. I've watched documentaries on it. I've watched videos about student athletes having to get up at the wee hours in the morning, train, then they're expected to go to class and maintain a specific average so they can keep going to school and compete in their sport. So, again, that's my opinion about image likeness. Feel free to drop a line on my socials, <laughs> which I'm going to bring back here. I'm going to do a call back on. We're going to wrap things up in just a moment. But if you want to chirp at me about the Stanley Cup final, about the beer I'm drinking, about NBA playoffs, about the Olympics, about NCAA name, image likeness, they're the socials, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, at BellyUpNCR, Facebook.com forward slash BellyUpNCR, and then finally YouTube, no credentials required. All right, folks, thank you for joining me on this new journey I'm on with no credentials required. This has been the No Credentials Required Friday Happy Hour presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. I've been your host, Ryan McCarthy. Folks, enjoy your Independence Day. Be thankful for your freedoms. Be thankful for the people who defend your freedoms. Throw an egg at the senator's house. I don't know. I'm just kidding about that. <laughs> but exercise your rights. Exercise your rights because, because men and women have died to keep those rights and just be thankful for the freedoms you have, especially this holiday weekend. Happy Independence Day, folks. Cheers. We'll see you next week. courtesy of Joseph McDade. Check him out and support his music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No credentials required as a Belly Up Sports Podcast Network production in association with Godzilla Media. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.